everyone, and welcome to the Jessica Jones Podcast by Fantastic Geek, the official, unofficial voice of the Marvel Cinematic Community. My name is Matt, and joining me one more time is Pete. Hello, Pete. Smile, Matt. 13 episodes of season one of Jessica Jones may be over, but we know we're at the very least going to get her back for the Defenders miniseries. Indeed, just want to take uh, take a little time today to put season one, uh, put it away, uh, kind of do a little wrap up here. Uh, certainly, Pete, uh, though there is no news as we record today, January 5th, 2016, Happy New Year. Uh, there's no news as to a second season, which is a little ominous and a little strange. But uh, at the very least, we'll update this podcast feed uh, when there is the presumed news of renewal. Fingers crossed on that. Netflix is notoriously close guarded with their numbers. Um, and it's the type of thing where, all right, victim of its own success, Marvel greenlit a second season of Daredevil in 11 days. It was Netflix's quickest renewal ever and uh, will probably remain that until some show has such buzz that it is renewed before the first season airs. But, um, I think it's the type of thing where they're pouring over the numbers now and they're looking at what's feasible moving down the road. Kristen Ritter does not come cheap uh, to have two leads in this show. And then you're going to go to uh, Luke Cage uh, with his own show next. It's going to be interesting to see what happens here on the renewal front. Yeah. And just to play devil's advocate here, you could make an argument that, now that now that Jessica is free of of this burden of Kilgrave, and now that we the audience have seen her go from someone who has been victimized and who was powerless or largely powerless to uh to, to fight back against her attacker uh, and all of the the metaphor for rape and sexual assault and all of that, now that she's come out on the other side, like you're not gonna have another bad guy who has that degree of metaphor. So I'm certainly not arguing for, you know, for for no second season. I'm I'm not saying her story is done. Don't do any more. Um, but the flip side is it, this season was so good. You know, if you're talking about where you're going to put your Netflix money next, um, you know, as a studio, options options abound, including the rest of the defenders, as you mentioned, Pete. I don't think it's uh, a story consideration at this point. I I truly do think it's a factor of, all right, we have X amount of dollars. In what direction are we going to spend it? There's a lot of stuff they could bring uh, in for Jessica Jones to do. Uh, I really get the sense, although it's not been confirmed publicly or privately, that uh, Jessica Jones will show up in the Luke Cage series how can you have him and hers and and vice versa um we know we're getting daredevil now confirmed at some point in march just don't have a particular date on that just yet although some dates have been bandied about and you know there's iron fist down the road which public opinion had that dead and buried right around the time jessica jones came out to the point where they came out and said no we're still doing that we're not going to go with a, a punisher spinoff or anything just yet. So there's a lot of moving parts to this thing. There's a lot of ways they can go. And 
Marvel has done a good job of showing discretion. This is where you know, two weeks away tonight from the return of Agent Carter, which a lot of people had dead and buried as late as last February. Well, Pete, you mentioned a while ago that Netflix notoriously doesn't talk numbers. And while that's true, I just think of how when Daredevil came out, it was like literally 30 hours where in in the Fantastic Geek Twitter feed, you just saw people talking about Daredevil. Um, a little bit less so with Jessica Jones, uh, but certainly no less kind of buzzy. Do we draw kind of number inferences out of that? You know, it's like, who knows? Who knows with any of this stuff? Also, the fact that, you know, what makes Daredevil, what makes Daredevil renewable under the exact same circumstances might not make Jessica Jones renewable because at the end of the day, they're saying, hey, we have X percentage of our audience who will continue to get Netflix each month because of Daredevil you're not going to make them renew twice as much because of Jessica Jones. So like, as you said, Pete, you like compare the two, but at the end of the day, it's a bunch of people talking money and numbers and context that none of the rest of us understand. I certainly wouldn't read too much into the characters. I mean, let's be honest. Daredevil has wider appeal. However, I think uh, Jessica Jones exceeded Daredevil in terms of buzz. Nobody, was throwing uh, Daredevil up there as being, you know, one of the great series this year. And Jessica Jones was uh, in a lot of those conversations. I mean, not, not at the top, top tier, but certainly among that second rung of, you know, you, you said it, buzzy shows. Yeah. And it's funny, Pete, because as you said that, I was just thinking over a couple of the, the top 10 best of articles that I saw at the end of December. And yeah, I don't recall seeing Daredevil on as many of them as Jessica Jones. Uh, I mean, you certainly hope for that renewal. Flip side is, uh, I'm kind of thinking of the Hulk, Pete. You know, such a popular character in the Avengers movies, had his own movie back kind of pre the Marvel Studios solidified Disney era and all that, uh, as we all know legally there are there there are legal barriers to why there's never going to be a hulk movie under the current kind of rights situation but he's going to be like second you know second billing in the next thor movie so as you said just because they don't you know if they don't renew jessica jones that's not to say that all of the characters that we liked from this uh first season couldn't show up in other storylines whether it's luke cage whether it's iron fist uh, maybe you do multiple seasons of the defenders it's it's weird being at this place in tv where all of that is an option and it's coming from marvel studios that has done so well on on the tv end frankly I, i'm preferring the output on the tv end uh to to the movie end and there's just all these possibilities but it's not the old like well if they renew for another season then we get more of sam at the bar called cheers you know it's like we don't know what the future holds even more so now because TV can be so different. I think it's type thing, you know, you, you mentioned preferring the, the TV end of the Marvel cinematic universe right now compared to the film, you know, James Gunn, the director uh, and writer of the first two guardians of the galaxy movies has seen um, Captain America civil war. Now granted he's making that second movie, uh, Right now, they're shooting 
in February. And uh, he says it's the best work that they've done to date. So <clears throat> it's no slight uh, to, to say that we we go back and forth which one's better that the tv end is even in this conversation and granted we do so much of our work on that tv end but just given the variety of things they've done and look at the wins for diversity that we have amongst the tv offerings compared to the filmic offerings we just got done with a very damaged uh female heroine uh we're about to pick up a show in Agent Carter, a period show with a very strong female heroine. Our next uh, series after Daredevil will be an African-American hero. Just to get all that in there, I think they've been extraordinarily shrewd and smart with their choices, and you really have to trust the plan at this point. Certainly the the diversity that... that um in my mind, has culminated with Jessica Jones, so or at least culminated so far. I mean, it's just astonishing how they could be doing the same type of show, and the process of the, you know, kind of over and over, it could just be kind of retreads of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., um, but they're not doing that. And there's been this interesting process in these 13 episodes of Jessica Jones where I've gone from comparing it to, to our mothership, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., and... You know, obviously, Jessica Jones is a much more complex show, psychologically driven, smaller characters, uh, much smaller stage, uh, less opportunity for kind of the, the, the big dramatic comic book thrill. Um, but I found myself at the end of the Jessica Jones process here, s- still holding Jessica Jones on such high esteem as a show, but also kind of rediscovering my love for Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. in that there are these two shows that are such different styles and one is really, really fun and action driven and, you know, 50 plus episodes and characters that you can really get behind. And here's Jessica Jones, a character that you, you know, you don't admire and you don't sympathize with always somebody whose frailties and flaws are out there to be seen. And the fact that the two live in the same universe or the two are, uh, you know, have, have such similarities I think makes both stronger. But Pete, let's just talk about the future through this lens. There was a, there was a stronger uh, or more focused uh, possibility for a second season in, in Jessica Jones than there was for Daredevil than there was for agent Carter. You know, if, if you don't come back to, uh, to Simpson and, the, the red, white, and blue pills and and Dr. Kozlov and all of that, if you don't come back somewhere, you know, is it then obvious that the show has underperformed or, or, or that sort of thing? Or do we see that show up in some way that we can't yet anticipate in one of these other shows or Defenders or whatever it might be? I certainly think the Kozlov combat enhancement program could be a forerunner to Punisher appearing in season two of Daredevil. I think that's a distinct possibility although i have no confirmation at this point that that's a link um the hellcat stuff is out there but again she could pop up in the miniseries there's a lot of different ways they can go they're under no pressure to spit out a second season for fear of losing this character because the character will be united with the defenders 
And again, our uh, unofficial home, Matt, of New York Comic Con, we've already seen the three cast defenders any day now as we move closer to the production of Iron Fist, which will be later in 2016. We're going to get a name on that fourth and final defender. And then I think things will start to firm up a little bit more. These were conceived not as a series that would continually be renewed. They were all originally supposed to get one season and then unite in the miniseries. So it's not a disappointment per se that Jessica Jones isn't back yet for a season two. Um, It's just kind of disappointing, I would say, that we're not at that announcement, if that makes sense. It makes total sense. And Pete, I'm reminded of when we did the did the quote unquote season one wrap up for Agent Carter. Um, and it was clear it wasn't going to be renewed. And we kind of said our goodbyes and said, well, we'll update when we hear something. Uh, then surprise, you know, surprise, <laughs> it came back. And that was they were packing up those offices, folks. OK, <laughs> I have pictures of them packing up those offices and they got a renewal. So they didn't even think it was going to happen. So, you know, two totally different situations though. All right. And these, I I say netlet Netflix is no longer a netlet. The ability and the amount of content that they're pumping out here makes them a giant. Yeah. And I, you know, time will, time will certainly tell for that. So if there is a bit of a somber note in this, uh, Jessica Jones wrap up, then, uh, you know, hope springs eternal, uh, except for hope Schlotman. I don't think you're ever turning for season two. Um, but Pete, if you're listening to us on the, uh, the pop culture podcast feed, we of course will be back next week with, from, from ending Jessica Jones to previewing, uh, agent Carter as that uh, gets ever closer but before all that, Pete, let's check the old mailbag. Do you want to go first or shall I? Yes, we have a comment on the website, fantasticgeek.com. That's with the PH, all one word. This is left by Sally Atticum. And Sally writes regarding David Tennant, he said he was offered the part shortly before they began shooting. There was no audition. And then uh, Sally quotes from uh, the Huffington Post. Uh, I just got a phone call out of the blue the night before New Year's Eve last year, which is not really the time you expect to get a new job. Totally out of the blue. Would you like to be a Marvel villain? Well, yeah, probably. So it just went from there. And then quoting from Collider, uh, he came up right away, but he wasn't available. And then he became available and we were still looking. So we grabbed him as fast as we could. And that was a quote from uh, Melissa Rosenberg, the showrunner to Collider. Okay. And then quoting uh, Marvel head of TV here, Jeff Loeb, you make a wish list of people that you hope are going to be able to do it. And David was right at the top. Loeb said, uh, things sometimes change. And when they do, one of the things that Marvel is very good at is being nimble. If we can move something around, that's what we'll do. This happened to work out that way. Certainly a great opportunity to reflect not only uh, on the casting of David Tennant, but just this phenomenal cast that, uh, that the season had. Uh, obviously hope of some returning, others, uh, others uh, quite gone. 
and uh, certainly glad to get that clarification there from a listener, Pete. Listen, I mean, the defenders are going to need other cast members other than just themselves. So I really wouldn't be surprised, you know, the frequency with which other people pop up in that miniseries, it, it's going to remain to be seen. But I think there are fan favorites. You know, there's no way you're going to have Daredevil without Foggy, uh, provided they don't kill him off. Um, you know, Karen Page, I could see them going a couple different directions. You know, really can't imagine Jessica without uh, Trish. Indeed, Pete. Uh, Pete, we have an email here from Jay who says, Hi, I've really loved your JJ podcast. It is top-notch, and I've tried to share it as much as I can. Uh, Jay then uh, makes mention of a little audio glitch, which uh, I appreciate that he mentioned, because I'm going <laughs> to fix that. Before you listeners uh, hear this episode, that little glitch will be fixed uh, in, in a prior episode. But Jay wraps up and says uh, that noting that little glitch uh, – Gave him a reason to say that you guys do a great uh, job and keep up the amazing work. Happy New Year, Pete, from Jay. Thank you, Jay. I mean, listen, longtime listeners know that we're pretty consistent and hardworking in how we approach this. And we take it serious. At the same time, we try to keep it light. So to be recognized for that, that means a lot. Well, Pete, as we start to wrap up one more time, a reminder that uh, we will be previewing agent carter uh next tuesday before that show uh takes off in its uh in its explosive second season of 10 episodes uh but first pete let's go back to the beginning a very good place to start how could people be in touch with you on twitter you can find me on twitter at peter p-i-e-t-e-r-j-k-e-t-e-l-a-a-r k-e-t-e-l-a-a-r 6,886 followers you see how i did that six eight Eight six. Oh wow! Can't be wrong. Indeed, Pete. While I am personally on Twitter as looking back, lost. You can be in touch with the podcast anytime, day or night, in a variety of ways. We are fantastic geek. That is fantastic with a ph on the dot com, the Gmail, and the Twitter. But there is more, and the Facebook, and certainly Jessica Jones. As we came to a season one conclusion here much more conversation going on on facebook.com forward slash fantastic geek all one word with the ph and though we might be out of episodes for now certainly a place where we can keep our love of these characters alive indeed well pete with that i will say let's get out of here one more time and give you the final word come back jessica jessica